Hey guys, before we get started, this episode of Beer and Other Shit, the podcast is brought to you by High Season Co., a social media agency with over a decade of marketing experience who are crafting the way brands are perceived online. These guys aren't just marketers, they're liquid enthusiasts, craft beer nerds, hip hop heads, and Gary Vee disciples. So is your social media looking tired? Are you having trouble getting to your customers? High Season can make it happen. Check them out, highseasonco.com. That's highseasonco.com. Now let's drink some beers. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode 154 of Beer and the Podcast. This afternoon, we are back in glorious Montreal, Quebec. We're here at Bar Pamplemousse, love that word, um, with the gentleman behind, is it Brasserie Villain? It's Villain Brassard. Villain Blasher. I knew I'd mess that up. Stefan, the founder at Matthew Head Brewer. Gentlemen, thank you so much for hanging out today. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Great to meet you guys. Nice to meet you. Um, I've been watching you guys from uh, on the internet for some time your branding is exceptional and I'm a big big fan of uh, breweries who take the time to, to to make you know if you if you guys can probably see here the, the beers are looking gorgeous so well done on that very very cool I haven't as yet tried any of your stuff until right this very moment so I'm excited to get into it today um, we're here at the bar because you have a launch of a brand new beer this evening so we'll get into that during the podcast what are we drinking right now? So we're drinking uh, Blanche Pilon, which, yes. uh, which is uh, our uh, only uh, non-IPA beer. Oh yeah? Yeah. Um, so it's a, oh, a white fruit with a uh, pink pepper. Okay. And uh, and uh, coriander. Yes. Um, you can definitely taste the spices in this one. Yeah. For sure. Super light. Um, is there any? Did you use um, any orange or any citrus in it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Orange peel, mm-hmm. uh, bitter uh, orange peel. Okay, I'm getting coriander some... and uh... and, the, and the pepper. Yeah. I'm getting a slight bit of bitterness, but not like a ton. Is that I always find that the first beer of the day is uh, never 100 percent accurate on my palate. I'm not okay. sure. So I'm like, I always get like boom bitterness, even if it's a pilsner or something. Is that accurate with this? Am I reading yeah, that right? Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit warm, so you get a lot of flavors coming out. Yeah, it's good. It's good temperature actually for this. I think so. And we wanted to do a non-sweet uh, white, you know, right. no banana, yes. uh, none of that okay. sweetness or fruity. We wanted to go more on the spices, more on the bitterness right. of it. Uh, it's more of our style. Awesome. Right. Uh, of course, we have a lot of IPAs, but uh, the white uh, it was mandatory for us to do. Right. Because uh, particularly in Quebec, it's a very yeah. And uh, we thought, uh, as well as a market, uh, go-to-market uh, ID. There was not that much of a funky white, you know. I think it's pretty funky for a white yeah. that can talk to everybody at the store. Absolutely. And it and also the design match what's in the can, what yes. you taste. So if yes. you look at the can, uh, for sure, when you drink it, you feel it. Yes, with the, the big orange coming on there. Yes. together, you know. Um, we would, just before we hit record, you guys were just telling us the story of the name of the beer. I think it's uh, while it sounds straightforward there's actually a lot more to it it's very cool do you mind yeah yeah my baby girl she's two and a half now is uh, named Blanche her name is Blanche is that uh, a common name in it's not that Europe? common no uh, it was the name of my grandmother right it's an old name if right. you like you know you like old names come back yeah. as a trend for sure everything comes back, everything comes back. so yeah, yeah. Blanche was the name of my grandmother 
And uh, my partner said, for sure, we're calling a beer. Uh, we're doing a Blanche beer. For sure, it's going to be called Blanche Pilon because right. my last name is Blanche Pilon. So that's why we called it Blanche Pilon. And it, I know it sounded right. You know, her, her name is right. And the, on the can was sounded right as well. She's redhead. Right. So we, we created an orange because sometimes people put orange in a white beer. Yes. So and the fact that she's redhead. It's a total match for the the, the brand, right. and it's a it, it's a cute story, you know. So yeah, I like it. She's funky. She's fun. She's not. Uh, she's original. I think yeah. she's original <laughs> as a yeah. baby, and the beer represent that pretty much. That's very cool, man. Does she is she aware enough to understand that too? Does she? I guess she's not able to understand that. No, she understands that yeah. beer, and she understands Mathieu Bruce <laughs> that beer. That's one thing she understands. Step by step. Yeah, because uh, Mathieu is our brewer. He's a good friend as well, so he, he gets to know a bit Blanche, right, and right. Uh, he comes home often, and uh, she knows Mathieu and beer are related. <laughs> so she can put two and two together. Yeah. For as now. she gets older, that's a pretty cool thing to just be like, hey, there's my name in stores across the province. Well, our family, like uh, my mother-in-law, everybody, my mom, my sister, everybody's pretty proud of that, you know? It's... Mm. Uh, we're not doing beers as an ego stuff, you know, it's not like a ego portrait or whatever. Right, right. But this one, it's more familiar, maybe more family oriented. Of course. Hey, you got to do something like that. So, yeah, uh, it's very, I think very so. cool. Right? I, I do think so. Yeah. And just add it when it's not perfect for the style, the name, it uh, doesn't happen too often. Yeah. Yeah, and it's pretty good. It just stays. Yeah, it's a really, really enjoyable. To be fair, like, I'm definitely more into the IPAs, and, but I'm. I'm I'm appreciating this because it's not overly sweet. Like the, I don't really enjoy the banana and the clovey type of. I think that's more of a wit than a blanche. So if I'm not yeah, mistaken, so, yeah. I think so, so. Is that right? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, like the Belgian style versus like the German. Exactly, yeah. and uh, which is a, a bit uh, funny is that when uh, somebody is looking for a, uh, a new beer to taste, and uh, we would propose him uh, to to taste the the blanche, uh, they're like, oh no, I, I don't like blanche. Uh, it's not my style, and right. uh, and at the end they're they're like, oh yeah, I, I like it. It's really it's, nice. uh, it's not sweet. It's a little bit drier than usual, and uh, re really refreshing. So it's a good thing to uh, to start the yeah to start the podcast. Yeah, Does, is it year round? Yeah, uh, all all the beers year round. For now, oh, yes. For now, nice. It's only been a year. Right, it's pretty new. Okay, so uh, we didn't have to, we didn't do the full full cycle yet. Yeah, right. Don't think we reached everybody. Right. Uh, oh, you got some. Yeah, you got you know early days. Early days, and okay. so we get we are pretty much on the new things right now. You yeah. Know? Uh, and the requests have been honestly like equal on every brand. So like sales. Ah, oh, they're like there's no. I was, was going to ask. There's there a, a there's a leader here. Project Tropical is the leader. Okay. I think it's uh, because of the style of the beer and the trend right now. Sure. Uh, of those type of beers, hazy beers, New England style Plus, a bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the rest are equal. Like even the California, we we tend to not talk about it as often as we talk about the Blanche or the Pleasure Tropical or the Flower. But California has been our solid since day one. Right. Yeah. Cal is it a Cali Common or it's a no, uh, it's like a, a West Coast? It's a West Coast IPA. Yeah. Oh, nice. I feel like they're uh, they're coming back these days because people are getting a little burnt out from the the haze and the yeah. So just coming back around like everything, like we were just saying. Definitely. Uh, um, two weeks ago, uh, we did the the Festibière de Quebec. Oh, I heard that was great. And uh, and uh, a lot of people uh, were re really surprised to to taste 
like a West Coast. A, a West Coast, and they're like, oh, that that what it tastes, and uh, that's why I, I like beer uh, and. Uh, and a hoppy beer, right? And uh, it was uh, for a lot of people uh, the first step in uh, in hoppy beers. Yes, and uh, they are rediscovering the the thing, so it's pretty nice. It's very cool. And, uh, I think the, it's gonna come back. Yeah, I agree. I think yeah. it really is. Um, so let's take a step back for a second. Let's get into your beer stories. How did you guys individually get into craft beer, and then how did that lead to Bill and Brasso? Well, match you first. <laughs> Um, actually, uh, I worked uh, as a lifeguard uh, in France for uh, for uh, ten years. Nice. And I was uh, making beer uh, at home. Okay. And uh, that's random. Yeah. And <laughs> after uh, after two years, uh, I wanted to to change uh, to change like the profession. Yeah, the profession. Yep. And uh, my friend uh, offered me to uh, to to brew uh, in the brewery for uh, for one day. And I liked it, and and then we we came with my uh, good girlfriend uh, in Quebec uh, three years ago. Nice. She's from here. Uh, no, from uh, from France. Yeah. Yep. And uh, and uh, after a long uh, long search to, uh, to to find some place to, to work, I find I found the the, the brewery, uh, and uh, and they gave me my my chance to uh, to improve my uh, my skills and. Uh, and uh, where I am now. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Don't get, I don't get too many. I feel like most people I speak to on the podcast are like sort of real, like born and raised Quebec. I don't get too many folks from France. So that's oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. I guess it's maybe just people like it's, like it's harder. Maybe it's harder to get into the network or something. Uh, it's there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, a lot of here. Yeah. But a, bit, uh, yeah. a really uh, a really few uh, uh, work. You know, yeah, there's a, a lot of uh, people wanting to, uh, to to work in brewery, but it's uh, it's a bit hard to uh, to, to really to find, find your way in, right? and, uh, Yeah, yeah. To, uh, well, it's good that you come straight from France and been able to, like, do you did you do like salmon jobs and other jobs, or you went straight to just? Uh, no, I worked in a lot of places before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. in breweries or out? Like, no, no, uh, outside and. Gotcha. Uh, and uh, I found a place uh, at Elm. Uh, oh, Elm, yeah. Yeah, and, nice. uh, and I used to work as a, as a busboy. Nice. Maybe I've seen you there before, though. You look familiar. Maybe. Yeah. Because <laughs> I there's Sebastian, and then uh, that's how we've yeah. spoken in the past before, Sebastian. And, um, I was maybe the guy uh, running. Uh, yeah, <laughs> running around, <laughs> drop us up. Uh, yeah. Okay, sick. I mean, it, that's great, though, getting straight into the... Uh, yeah, and we met there, and, uh, and, uh, and I started to... Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I, want to, I want to brew and yeah and uh, they were looking for somebody uh, just for a few hours uh, at the beginning yeah and then uh, they need more and more uh, so it worked out yeah did you brew at helm at all or didn't really get to test that out there sorry did you brew at helm at all um, just uh, uh, like two times uh, okay. with uh, with Sebastian which is the, the yeah. head brewer yes, there yes. and uh, that's it. Okay, nice man. How did you Stefan get into beer? How did it work for you? Uh, I've been in beer for about eight eight years now, okay. eight nine years. I used to be in marketing for big companies, corporate companies like uh, tobacco, uh, uh, wines and spirits. So I was I was in that already. You know, yeah. I was in vice as you yeah. <laughs> meant to say. <laughs> I, I knew the consumer, I knew the trends, I knew stores, I knew how like how how it all works. Yeah. And stuff. 
And my partner, Paul, uh, approached me, I think it's going to be 10 years now, wow. to create a beer called MTL Premium Lager. It was the first beer we launched 10 years ago. It was The idea was to create a super premium beer that represents the city of Montreal and sell it across the world. Right. So the idea is super noble, uh, super nice branding. We did an like amazing a, job. Like a Pilsner or a Lager? Like, uh, like, a lager. Was just a trip, like a Hellas style? Uh, no, it was a regular no, it was Lager. Okay. And uh, we had a clear bottle, uh, painted black on it, MTL. It was pretty cool, actually. We had a, a lot of fun doing it. Uh, although we were not brewers at start, we did have a bit of difficulty to maintain quality of the product. Right. And the blonde beer, lager beer, it's tough to do. Yes, they are. To have consistency. Uh, there's no ops, you know, the, you cannot get flavors out of it, so you have to be always consistent. Yes. And probably we were not priced at the uh, in the right category in the stores and stuff like that. I think we had an amazing marketing concept, but maybe in the marketplace was a bit tougher. He probably wasn't ready for it, maybe. Maybe back then, ten yeah, years ago, maybe it was a different, different game. But in the meantime, we didn't quit. So right. we uh, we had the opportunity to buy a small brewery in Griffintal called, called Beerbrier. Oh yes, yeah. I met so, that guy one time. Okay, so Charles. He, so we yeah. we bought that brewery. And he had an extra capacity for us, a small, small brewery, but he had capacity for us to create new beers. Okay. So we launched our first product, was called Broken 7. Yes. So that was the first brand that we created more on the crafty side. Okay. So craft blonde, local blonde, sports beer, big bottle, 500 ml, and that exploded like yeah, totally. Like, that went crazy. We had pretty good years at start. And then the brewery became too small. And uh, my partner and I said, well, Broken 7, it's good. It's not totally us. You know, right. you know we, I'm sure it's we had what you wanted to do. No, we had more ideas. We yeah, traveled yeah. a lot. Uh, I got married in Brooklyn because I love Brooklyn. I love the beers. Two days ago, yes. Oh, yeah, nice. nice. Yeah, the best. You know, so it really inspired me, inspired Paul. And we said, oh, how come we don't do uh, a new line, you know, more? <laughs> More as other half, I think you went. Yes, I did. Uh, uh, the idea of doing high alcohol, but really easy drinking beers, mm -hmm. really uh, drinking easy drinking IPAs, a lot of flavors, but still no, not a lot of bitterness, you know. So this way, you can enjoy the flavor of an IPA or enjoy the flavor of beer right. without being too harsh. Yes. And at the same time, we met the Alchemist Brewery in Joliet, that they had extra capacity, and we decided to create a department over there. Nice. That uh, for us to play uh, a playground for us to create beers. That's great. Yeah, so that that's a short story. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm not a brewer at all. No. So just to be a fan. Yeah, uh, beer fan, and I do all the design, all the branding. Yeah, you do all that. Uh, but I'm not actual the actual graphist artist. Right. But, but you sort of like everything is coordinated and directed. I, sometimes I do it by hand. Right. Like, oh, to, and then you yeah, yeah, like, map it out and then someone like, recreates it? For it was a, I draw it by hand and I send it to an artist that d did it because my my my, <laughs> my drawing was awful. Was <laughs> like totally awful. So That's a good way to do it. And so we try to specialize in creating amazing design and we had taste profiles for beers like uh, that we carried across our travels right. and then we share with the team. And then we discuss, and they, the guys, the artists, create the actual uh, right. recipe and uh, manage all the, the, the beer side. That's sick. So, yeah, so my partner Paul managed all the distribution, uh, all the cost, uh, 
of the administrative part of marketing and mm -hmm. me I'm more on the uh, design, branding, creation, recipe creation, research and development. All right. And I guess you guys both do this type of event like we are here tonight. You're doing like the... The, the tastings, I assume, and like the launch parties, I guess it comes from the marketing too. Yeah, we yeah. Uh, it's our second party here. Uh, we do, we tend not to do every festival because we do have a super small team. Yeah, uh, it's a lot of work. Uh, it's a lot of work, it's expensive, and we're still new, so we're trying to get to put all our, our efforts in the beers, yep. the actual beers, the actual design, the actual ingredients, because as you will see as we follow the, 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 the flight, uh, they're full-bodied, you know, they do taste, we do put a lot of grain and hops and right. yeast and we go all out. Good. Uh, there's no restriction, there's no price restriction and that's why we concentrate on that on, uh, to create the good marketing after that, to be well-positioned in stores, to do proper events, work on social media. Yes. We did a PR launch last year that was pretty good. Uh, we are in a couple of bars, so yeah, that's how we, Great. that's my job actually. Right, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's all been, so it's grown to this over one year. Yeah, yeah, year. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Vilain has been uh, a bit crazy uh, for the yeah. past year. Fast uh, growth then. Yeah, but the thing is we have to maintain and create good products and to keep wow. the quality of the product. I think many other beers as well grew a lot in the last year yeah and there's a lot of be uh, beautiful beers in Quebec so we're pretty lucky that there's a big trend on that yes so I think we're all not only us but all of us following that uh, that trend and now yeah. we're thinking what's gonna happen in the next years yeah you know because is it gonna go up through the roof like this I don't know. What do you think? So, you know, <laughs> well, funnily enough, because we were just in in New York and we uh, we did a podcast with a, a beer bar out there, um, and I was asking them because in the states it's different, right? Like essentially, Canada we follow the states, yeah. particularly with with most trends, but with beer especially. Even I'm from Australia. Back when I go back there, I'm seeing they're following the states too. So it's all they're like running the the show. The interesting thing there is. Beer is going down, but hard seltzer, like, are you familiar with yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, that is going up. It's going crazy. And breweries are allowed to make it because I still think it's some sort of malt-based yeah. product. So they're all releasing a hard iced tea, a hard kombucha, a hard seltzer and stuff yeah. to supplement the beer thing. But I don't know if, because Quebec has it, is its own microcosm as well. So even when we travel around and we go to even like Ontario or Vermont or whatever, Quebec is still on its own little thing. Like uh, the main two things I noticed, Pilsners, like craft Pilsners and Lagers and uh, the New England IPA were very slow here. I feel like it's landed now, but it took a little while. So I'd be, I don't know if, if it's accurate to read what America is doing and then say that's where Quebec is gonna go. So it's an interesting conversation. Well, it is. I had a, we had this discussion with our sales director, with our distributor last week. What are they saying? Actually, they would have the best information. I mean, they're, they're asking because... Oh, they're asking? <laughs> yeah, because, of course, art seltzer or any malt-based drinks are popular. Right. Are getting more popular. Even are, here, right? Eh? Yeah. Okay. And even yeah. better. Hmm. I think the main industry of beer will go down throughout the years. Uh, there will be a switch, new cocktails coming in, you know. But art drinkers, like we used to have 20 years ago, of like 48 bottles of... Budweiser or Molson Export, I don't think that will happen anymore. I think anymore. that's going to that's going to. I think the new out. generation will do testers, yep. a lot of uh, sample, 
I love of trying. Yep. They will go back to their own cocktails, maybe the malt base. But I, I think cool, uh, interactive and creative product, mm-hmm. beer, wine, coolers will always stay. I agree. I don't think they will go down. No. So sure. the difficulty is to, to stay to stay yeah. relevant. Yeah. Because the industry will problem. go down because the big brewers are not that relevant anymore. No. They tend to get less relevant. And the consumer, the new consumer, is more educated yes. on products. Yes. And he has a better, a bigger range of choice. Yes. So the range of choice is our biggest competitors. That's true. That's a good point. So, so the range of choice, it's like, what do I drink Friday night with my girlfriend? Right. I used to drink with the boys 12 beers and I met my girlfriend after that. But that, now, I'm going out my, with my girlfriend every Friday night. Right. So she's going to drink a cocktail. Maybe I'll take a, 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 a sample of beer. In a, a, a example, a beautiful bar like this, they do have samples. Right. Like so taster flights. Taster flights. So you try. But that was not there 10 years ago. Right. You cannot go to a bar and have a taster of something. Yep, you, only had, you only had 10 lines of beer in pints of 20 ounces. Right. of regular flavors yeah it's a great point and I guess as yeah I, I definitely agree with even just looking at the buy like wear glasses so I can't see specifically but I bet there's a bunch of local liquor up there too so I think that comes in like with the cocktail people are drinking and consuming locally particularly in a place like Quebec I know Quebec and Vermont are very much focused on local more than anywhere else I've seen like the farm to table yep. so the food like yeah. you go to the there's so many markets in the city there's not it's not like that in like Toronto there's like one I can think of yeah. but there's like four or five just in the a few kilometer radius here um, so people are really focused on like where do those eggs come from or where did that meat come from and it's all local I love that and I guess the local spirits so the, yeah they come, they come to, and then I guess local wines if you look it up to the uh, there's Montregie and uh, up near Sherbrooke the other wine region I don't know what it's called uh, Listry that's what it's called okay so those type of things, I think that's slowly coming up. Yeah. I haven't had a lot, but it's like, as long as the focus is on local and as long as there's a presence, I think everyone, it's almost like everyone will win together. It's like, you know, say if a brewery opens next door to you, you want to, if you have a physical place, you're not really worried because it's like, well, people are going to go there. They're going to go to both of us and there's more reason to come down because beer people are interesting that they travel for, to drink. They travel for the product. So they'll, that's it's it, they'll always go to where it is and i feel like that's as the as you mentioned with the people who drink about 50 or whatever those people are the generally older and as they die off like for lack of a better term the the people that our generation would that hopefully the habits of drinking local and like once you drink this you can't go back to like um labat or something like it doesn't work like you can't go back there so I feel like that'll just keep growing and then they'll pass. Like, so your daughter, like, she's going to grow up really only knowing good things. You won't even probably experience the whack stuff because, you know, particularly you guys being in the industry you're in, when she's old enough to be presented with alcohol, like, she'll be only exposed to only seeing all you guys, all the people you bring around just drinking good stuff. So hopefully these habits create new consumers in the future and it just continues and then the, the bigger brands can only rely on I think marketing. To, to add on what you're saying, I think it will create new products as well. From the whole new like industries. Yeah, like, like a new invention. Yeah, like oh. a new invention. I'm yeah. sure. Good point. Like, why not? You know, why not? Now we, we, we do beers that will taste at 8%. Yep. 
and there's no fruits in it, but I'm sure it's like a, ju a fruit a juice. juice. Yeah. How come? <laughs> True. You know, yeah, we didn't yeah. know that 30 years ago. Well, probably someone Even five knew. years ago, yes. Probably someone knew. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure, like, in 20 years, like, someone will, why not come up with a new energy drink is the best. There was no energy, energy drink 40 years ago. Nope. Now yeah, you have a plenty of energy drink. So I think in the alcohol business, it will come the same. I think you will have less bigger, bigger, bigger factory, like Monson, Labatt's, Lehman's, Miller, and stuff like that. Maybe we'll have more of Vilain or Boreal or Schlag of this world. Yeah, yeah. Bigger size, but not as big, that, will, that it can keep the momentum. Mm. It's tough for profit, profitability, though. Yes, yes, that's the hardest part. That's the hardest part. That everyone thinks there's a lot of money in beer, and you just put this out, and you're rolling in cash, and uh, it's definitely not what people think it is. No, so that's it. So yeah. you need to find the right balance. So yeah. how can you create relevant, creative products, mm -hmm. and at the same time, trying to make money to, to live? Yep. Hey, it's not that we're not, it's not like we don't make money to live. We make money to pay ourselves, but to reinvest in either equipment, staff, Research profit. and yeah. profit, eventually profit, yeah. because it's yeah. our job. You know, it's not like a, uh, it's not a hobby. Uh, it's not a hobby. It's our real yeah. life, day-to-day -day job. Yeah. My my job when I meet the distributor is, I tell him, hey buddy, if you didn't sell as much yeah. as I want, I'm gonna like so. I'm tell you yeah. because it's my pay. Yeah. My pay every day is the you consumer at the store. I'm not trying to have pity on you. I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying no, that the reality of it. The reality yeah. is. It's it's gonna be tough for us to to con to con continue our creative work mm. uh, if, if there's not money coming in. If there's not coming that. in, so for now we're yeah. pretty good because the price is good, the margin are, are good, and the stores yeah. are working with us. A lot of stores are working. I see with you guys us. everywhere. I swear, it's like oh, I don't, I never not see you. So I feel like you've got a good distributor that's making sure you're in every store. And if they're separated, Quebec, I really like, they separate everything by style. Yeah. Most other places don't really do that. Is, so it's cool. So it's like, I go every single, you go to every single section. Oh, it's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. like you got like, and the branding super, what's the word? It just stands out, jumps out at you. Yeah. Um, you want to taste the, Yeah, the let's get the next one. Yeah, let's yeah, do that. What is this one? So this one is a session IPA. Session IPA, nice. Uh, called Flower. The idea was 4. to create a, a springish beer, 4.5. It's a bit high for a session. But, but I, I've been told that it was yeah. a, a bit high for a session. That's an interesting point that someone told you that. Um, thank you, sir. They're not uh, originally the session were not like three or three point two like in the British in the British style. I don't know. Um, I find it so. Thank you very much. I find it interesting though because we did a podcast with um, Session Echo. Um, yes, they're friends of ours as well. But it's a store. I'm having a blank in uh, in Oshilaga. Thank you, Pierre. Why did I forget that? And in that podcast, we talked about we only drank Session beers. So like the two percent Nano from Oshilag, the zero percent from the Buckale. The, um, a few other really low ones. So from when I look at like I say a session IPA, I would not say 4.5 is extreme, but there seems to be a trend for very low ABV beers here in Quebec that extremely popular. I find it very interesting. I don't, I, I don't know that. that uh... Yeah, yeah. Oh, that smells great. Yeah, yeah. 
Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Hey, for the listeners who can't see it, so it's a it's super hazy. I didn't know you guys do the haze like that. That's amazing. This is great. Really creamy. Um, what do we got? There's a mosaic amarillo. Also, I love that you got the hops really big on the back of the can. Sick. Very very cool. And it appears like uh, in order of uh, uh, importance. Okay, so as far so, as like the, the dominant, um, the dominant amount is first. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's a little like dank, a little piney. That like so it's kind of like east meets west type of thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean by that? Like. Yeah, and um, per session it's uh, it's a little bit bitter. Yes. And uh, and full body. Um, yeah, but tons of flavor. You're right. Yeah. Right? And, uh, um, on the nose, you you have some more uh, floral uh, floral uh, yes, aromas. Floral. Yes, yes. And uh, when uh, when you taste it after, uh, comes the, the bitterness and uh, and the body of the beer, uh, and the refreshing side, just after. But you you have a punch of flavor first. Which is, uh, Super big, particularly think, for a uh, session, right? Like it's a uh, it's a ton, yeah, a ton of flavor in this. This is really good. So, like, you guys, all of your IPAs, like, New England style or kind of hazy? No? You've been a mix of everything. Oh, we do like the hazy look and, uh, I don't know. How come they come out all easy? Hazy? <laughs> Why? Because that's what, that's what the kids are into. <laughs> that's, oh, yeah. that's what we like to drink. I don't know. There's no reason. <laughs> no, stick it when you do the photo. Yeah, hold that one up so they can see it. There we go. Champions. There's no, no, no yeah. reason at all. Okay. Just curious. I wasn't sure if it, some people are. Uh, is that our filtration? This one's not. Am I really quite not? No. No, this no, is. Un peu moins fraîche. Un peu moins fraîche. It's not really, really fresh. Right uh, now. I prefer this one a little bit fresher than. Uh, still than quite the bright. Sorry? It's quite bright. Yeah. Still. How old is this maybe? What, like a few weeks? Or is this. Uh, this one is. Uh, Three weeks old. Oh, only three? I mean, yeah. but okay, but you like it like, because some beers can be a little young and green, yeah. know, as, they just, as they call it, but I think this sits really well. I think so. Maybe I got burned a bit by the uh, the Blanche. <laughs> yeah, so but I feel that there's when, missing uh, something. When it's a little bit fresher, you, you have the, like the full, uh, full taste, uh, a bit more uh, present. Okay. And the, the, the bitterness uh, perception is a little bit, uh, a bit lower. lower. Huh. Yeah, it's definitely bitter. But okay, that's good to know. Because some beers are interesting. Some some can last. Like I, I was talking, telling my friend today, I had an IPA a friend gave me from the States that was canned in March. And I didn't realize, like he held it for me. I didn't realize how old it was. And it held up. Okay. But I've also had IPAs after a month. And I... Uh, this is dumb for so I think everyone is so different I think it could do with the hops maybe it's the yeast maybe it's the canning filtration yeah filtration so many too. elements yeah. to, to how it how long they can last and it's hard to even tell yeah. also the during the the process of uh, transportation and uh, everything and uh, uh, stockage storing storage yeah, storage. Uh, yeah if, if it's if you have a uh, more um, uh, cooler uh, storage. It's Obviously, it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna last longer. Yeah. And uh, and keep uh, keep all its flavors. So, so yeah. Okay. So that that is the one challenge, I guess, with IPAs. 
is that they it's probably better that they kept cold yeah more often though I do see beer stores and they have like stacks of beers outside the fridge that aren't yeah. that, that are hazy beers or something like that and it always makes mostly in Quebec I see that a lot not just Quebec but I see it a lot and it always I'm like but I guess it's maybe there's no space in the store <laughs> and uh, the, the, I think the, the consumer pick it up they're like whatever uh, you know you're an expert Mathieu's an expert on, on taste and stuff like that so you get those small differences not sure yeah, everybody much. gets them you know yeah. but it will come I think it will come uh, people are way more knowledgeable than we think yes and sometimes it's surprising the, the, the comments we get from stuff that we didn't even taste and oh, it's right. fun to yeah. be challenged and stuff yeah. like that you know so people give you guys some feedback and you in the meantime I, I think that um, these days uh, breweries are uh, preferred to, uh, to produce smaller uh, smaller batches mm -hmm. and uh, and um, distribute it like straight away right and not keep it on the on the stores for, uh, for three weeks uh, yeah in, uh, in a hot temperature uh, room so I think it's not a real big problem these days with the, right. the hobby beers because they are doing it and uh, it's selling. Fast. Yeah, it's moving. That's very a good fast. point. The ones I have seen is usually like the L'Oreal or something like that, and I've just seen like stacks of it. So I guess I got no room. I was like, "What are you doing?" Like, I'm sure if the brewer like would see that, they wouldn't be. You have happy a bigger objective than the. Then just yeah, <laughs> for sure. <that. laughs> You get there. <laughs> Early days, bro. Early and days. So you guys are currently um, like you're using the space out of Alchemist. So yes. just for people who not yeah, yeah. might have been confused, not Alchemist, like not the one, one, one that's no. the Alchemist. <laughs> yeah, uh, which yeah. they've been around forever. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. twelve years. I oh, okay. think maybe yeah, around that. Oh, maybe a fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, I think I heard like fourteen. Yeah, twelve, like fourteen. Something like that. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful facility. Yeah. Uh, beautiful facility. Yeah, everything. State of the art canning, bottling, filtration, fermentation, everything. Yeah. It's a beautiful space for us to produce. Uh, to Are you, excuse me, do you have uh, aspirations to have a bricks and mortar facility of your own or at the moment it's working quite well? But, mm, on my part, I think Vilain is more of an independent project. Okay. I don't think Villain should be associated for uh, at a brewery right now. No. I think Villain is creating his own brand, his own followers. Okay. Uh, I think the idea of Villain is we work as a team to maintain this quality. Uh, I don't want to. My partners may may get into a brewery more production side and stuff like that. Me, I tend to stay away. Right. Uh, why? Just because I like creating, you know, I like creating. And I think uh, the fact that we have a beautiful playground uh, helps out a lot on right. cre creativity. So they give us like carte blanche on doing stuff. And the Villain team, well, they manage that, you know, they make sure that we're the, the, the recipes are on specs, the okay. products on time, uh, quality of the ing ingredients. So for now, it's a good fit. And uh, it's less stress on our cash flow as well. Of course, yeah, as you yeah. know, as you visit some breweries, it's super expensive. Can't be, yeah, can't be cheap. It's super expensive <laughs> yeah. to maintain, and yeah. uh, but there's a, it's a good business yes. having a brewery. It's a good business, so uh, so it could go either way. Could go either way. For now, I think we're trying to create more of a brand right. on its own right. than a brewery. Gotcha. Uh, it's called Brassard because 
it's part of a beer, you know, we're doing beer. So Brassard's brewed by the guys, that, that's part of it. But it's mainly a philosophy of creating modern, seasonal, funky labels uh, that will talk to the, to the people, to the consumer. Right. And for now, we concentrate on that. Okay. Can we take our time? You see, we, we have only six beers. Yeah. Uh, in a little bit more than one year. And decent. For, uh, for big breweries, it's like the schedule for uh, maybe uh, three months or something. Right. Two months. So we only have these products and uh, we take our time to, to develop all the recipes, all the, the brandings. So even for the branding, we, we work as a team. Like you receive some, uh, some labels and uh, you send us like a dozen of uh, different labels and uh, which one do you prefer. And, we kind of vote. For. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So the designer gives you guys multiple options. Yeah, and uh, everybody is uh, is a part of the the, the final uh, the final uh, visual and the final taste. So that's cool. So like it's, it's uh, like a real consensus. The team's on board at the end of the day. Yeah. Oh, you have to. Yeah. Like uh, sometimes I I can through on either side, you know, and uh, it's important to have a consensus with the with the guys that sell them. Right. And the guys that brewed it, brew them, you know, if they're not comfortable with it, it won't sell. Hmm. Good point. So they have to be, they have to, it has to be part of them as well. Totally. Right. Who else do you guys have in the team? So there's yourself and partner and Matthew. Paul is uh, my partner. Right. Uh, Francis is our ambassador, if you like. Okay. And so they would do the tastings and stuff like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Totally. Francis has been at Peluso, he's been at. Uh, Station des Bières in Belay, Beer Fest, uh, everywhere we need him. Super cool, super talking to people and yeah. porn stuff. Super nice. <laughs> yeah, he likes Tough to talk. That, that <laughs> gets to know. Yeah. Uh, so we mainly need the four of us. Right. And then we, uh, Julia. Sorry, I forgot Julia. Yeah. Julia is our social media manager. Nice. Uh, part she, part time. Okay. Uh, is she, she doing the photos? Yeah. yeah. Well. They are sick. Yeah. Like you can tell, you guys changed over recently, yeah. like not yeah. a couple months ago, probably. Yeah. Beginning of summer. Set, like my girlfriend Tiff and I, people know that's we are. Well. Yeah, that's what, that's what we do. And like when we see it done right, like I want to make like well done. Definitely. I mean, you guys always had great photos for Broken Seven as well, and it was really well presented before many people were well. I feel like it's the one part of the brewing industry that everybody, the vast majority of people, let it slide. They didn't put effort into it. I think a lot of people will come into beer and they're just worried about the beer, which is very important. Yeah, it's yeah, the product. Yeah. But then they sort of let the secondary stuff, the marketing, which is how you get that product to the people. And they let that slide a bit and they just do whatever, post a crappy flyer or just a phone photo. But then it just makes all the difference in the world. If people get one chance to be exposed to you, now someone will post a photo with that and they'll go, oh, who's this? They'll tag you, they'll check it out. And they'll go, wow, that looks sick. And it's because you've got these beautiful, like pastel, like very uh, colorful labels that work with, like even like this one here it looks very similar color to the the bar there. So you yeah. can do a sick photo with the bar, and that's what your person's been doing. So well done, very impressed. So I, I we really have Julia. Like Julia is in the team for social media. Thank you for the good words. No She's working super hard again. Uh, part time, she has a, a other job. And we work with many design, uh, graphic design teams. Okay. Depending on the, the, the mood of the, the project, depending on the what we feel is right, and uh, yeah, that's about uh, okay. Who, so who we are. 
tight-knit team. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. But everyone plays a key role, and it's really good when, like... It's not like there's, like, 30 people all arguing, trying to decide. There's, like, five people, so it's probably a little easier to come to a, an agreement on a final label or final product. Or not quite. No. I think we're all strong at it. Right. It's uh, good passion. Not, yeah. It's, well, some <laughs> passion is there. Is, uh, and I think all the team likes to say their word because they're welcome to right. say their word. Hey. So I really respect that. At the end, yeah, sometimes you have to, to cut. Yeah. And uh, sometimes it's my job, sometimes it's Paul's job in certain areas. Right, right. So in different areas, and uh, that's it. And we will trust the... the, the the judgment, you yeah, know, uh, yeah. the fling. At the end, if one doesn't work, or it's like the majority, because it's good that it's five. Because if it's three people say yes, then oh, rather was like I four. don't know. Yeah. If, uh, yeah, sometimes well, it's not the majority. No, it doesn't <laughs> no, <laughs> never. It's the loudest. I think it happened. I think it happened <laughs> on some projects, but uh, not all. Not often enough. No, I think I think it's a good thing as well because it challenges you to, to go further. Right. You know, so. Uh, I think an example is the uh, Parasol beer. Mm -hmm. I think the first three, la four labels we did was pretty easy because it was our first labels. I think it, it came easy, you know. But then we put pressure on ourselves, right? Saying, "Oh, we have to be tighter now." Yeah, there's we had a success, and then it became more of a stress, right? You know, to deliver a proper labels right. because since we're in labels you know that's it's very important yes yeah. so as you can see are you you want more beer yeah we've got the next one <laughs> next one uh, we keep talking you this right so it's fast what do you want so example on this on this can the orange is a fluo orange yes so you can see how it's raised oh no there's a fluorescent yeah. orange on it. Yeah. But this, it's just me picking in my head to be more picky. Right. But I think it makes a difference. Okay. I don't think it does. It's yeah. As you can see here, on the blue, the blue, this one, this one is fluo, this one is not. Right. Okay. So that's how, that's how they sort of pop out because it's... It's a mix of things, you know? Like this one, I have to agree, it's our more flashy so. one. I think right. it's one of their best design. But the, act, nice. the actual product itself, I think it's lacking a bit. I don't know if you're... Uh, oh, the actual... You know, okay, you know like, look, yeah, the lines yeah. here are... Lines are a little overlapping. A little overlapping, bit. so... In the printing, it's like the yellow is moved yeah. up a little too much. I think so. So, you know, it's not that perfect. So the next one, you gotta I think the... the, the yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. totally. Yeah, totally. No, <laughs> So the next one would be, I think, even tougher to choose at the end, right? Because I think all the everyone has good ideas, and now it's how to execute them, you know? Yeah, I mean, and then of course, yeah, then the final product once it is executed, like how does that? I see what you mean. How does it come and look? So this is the Project Tropical. This is the one that's pretty much the flagship. Yeah, pretty. Per much default. It. Yeah. By default. Not um, by. It was not pushed by us. So no. Consumer choice. Okay. Yeah. And this is a. 6.5% IPA. Yeah. Okay, so it's definitely, like you said, not completely New England. Not completely New England. The same style. Drier, yeah. A bit drier. Dr yeah. Drier than, uh, than New England. Well, you get some fruits. Nice, super sweet. Yeah, is that, it's a, um, 
I guess it's not a specific style because it's not like a West Coast where it's like dank and like piney. No. no. But it's still kind of fruity and like refreshing. Yeah, we, we try to work on the, the fruity side and the uh, low bitterness and, yep. uh, and the low, uh, yeah, res- low, bitterness. low uh, remaining sugar in, in yes. the beer. Is it, is it sweet or am I tripping out maybe? Uh, I don't know. Maybe depending on the batch because... Uh, it's a living thing, so yeah, <laughs> it's true. It always changes. I'm not sure it's that sweet. No, I think it could be my palate once yeah, again. Yeah, maybe. All right, legends. Nice. And this one has Citra Amarillo Galaxy and Mosaic. Great hot bill. Yeah. Um, so you are really going into the, um, like you said, you're uh, not. These are all like not cheap hops. No. Nope. Particularly like Galaxy and stuff. You gotta have to get that from. Uh, not easy to get hold of. Sorry, they're not that easy to get hold of. No, nope. what I'm uh, told. No, it's a, it's a, a comba, a wrestle. Yeah, a wrestle every day. Every to, single to time, find, <laughs> find galaxy and yeah, it's a struggle. Mm. Yeah, I can see this. Why this one is sort of being. I mean, this is a really cool looking can with the the pink and the. I don't even know what you'd even call that. Yeah. Just like the psychedelic, well, yeah. yeah. psychedelic, psychedelic tornado. If you want tornado, you know. yeah, I like that. Well, that's a good episode name, Psychedelic Tornado. <laughs> Usually we try and if we hear someone say something uh, good, because otherwise I got to listen to it afterwards and try and find something to describe the episode. I like that. Psychedelic Tornado. Sorry for all the writing, I apologize. I just take like one word tasting notes fine, on this to write it later. I don't want to come across as rude. I know it, it, it can. <laughs> um, so, okay, so you guys have had the six products. What did you open with? Which are the products that you started when you came out a year ago? Which ones did you begin with? Was it this one? California. Mm-hmm. California, Flower, Projet Tropical. Okay, so you, you started off the jump with three, which is pretty good for... Um, would you consider... Is it? Would you consider yourself a contract brewery in that sense? Because you don't, I guess it's technically... Yeah, and I think it's independent. Independent, independent breweries out there. Yeah. Right here. Okay. Like Vagabond is, I think. Yeah, I don't know if they have a space from memory. No, they're, no, they're, they're going at... They're going at, I think, Baldwin, I think. That's correct. I didn't uh, hear that. I think Matera, same thing as well. The Matera out of Yeah. So, so they're same, like, same category. Same category as that. So to come out of the gate with three beers, pretty good. That's a lot of work. It's a, it's a lot of work because, well, it's a lot of work and we, we needed money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you got to get I, it out. I'm being, being really honest. Hey, man. I'm not, I like that. I, I, I'm not hiding anything. So. <laughs> Uh, of course, we needed money and uh, to, to create those and to start. And we've worked, I could say, at least three, four months uh, before. before launching one. Right. Oh, more than that, I think. I think it, it yeah, took like, almost six months yeah, to, to, like to launch the months. first one when we had the recipe at first. Right. So I did like six months. You no, know, even the, the even the blanche was all, uh, was ready in May, June, and we launched it in September. Yeah, September. Okay. Last year. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. sometimes it's ingredients, uh, labels are not on time, the guys on vacation, uh, all that kind of stuff comes into play, you know? Yeah. I yeah, think yeah. the fastest one fastest one we did is the parasol, that you which is the one today. Like, uh, yeah, because we added... No? three months okay three months behind a a beer yeah yeah I mean that's so you're really working on now that three months that is brewing testing recipes testing labels testing beer names all of that I think that's without the testing oh you've already pre-tested yeah you've got the recipe 
at three months, and then three it's three months. months to get the rest of the stuff together. Yeah, you get yeah. The, you need to get the book ingredients the book the the time. in the brewery to have, make sure you got the make sure the distributor is okay with the lunch. Okay, because can they can they take it? Yeah, away? because if we're launching uh, four beers next week, maybe they will say, hey, we're not gonna take it. You know, there's other breweries launching. There's, you know, there has to be a perfect fit. And then you have to manage labels. Labels, it's a tough one. It's at least a month. Once you get the final visual, you can count at least three to four weeks. Yeah, because there's always a mistake. <laughs> always. So you got to roll out for that, eh? Okay. There's That's always a mistake. Uh, even though you're four guys looking at it. <laughs> There's always there will someone be one. Something. Someone misses yeah. something. Uh, like this one we did. The uh, uh, oh, the wrong button. Yes. Right. So yeah, and we, we all it. saw it. We all approved. <laughs> so and they we got the wrong button. So now you got everyone yeah. manually put a sticker. <laughs> exactly. On every can. Uh, and that this, sucks. Yeah, and then <laughs> yeah, it's just time, you know. So that's why we have three products. So this way we get a. Uh, get a bit of cash flow going yep. so we can pay our staff pay ourselves we invest in design yep. so that's what we do you know? so we had a lunch last, uh, we were part of Air Commune last summer so nice. we had a, a good push with them so it was fun and then also all winter we changed distributor once so that we had a bad November really bad December right really bad like yeah. totally bad and then January picked back up super good and then we had we launched Forêt yeah yeah uh, for it in March, February, what? March, yeah, March. Again, well received, good beer. We'll taste it after, and then we started the summer with five regular products, and then so far it was the fifth product. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And the parasol, we already had the idea. We were ready to go, but we just wanted to make sure we probably start the summer with our regular products. Right. Uh, so this way we don't get any more confusing confusion with the stores. Right. So the stores we right now they sell our products. They know them. They know what works. And then we launching Parasol this week. For now it's been uh, well received. Nice. Uh, I think it's a good timing. Yeah. I guess it's sort of slowly coming into fall. You got another solid month or something. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then this is a kind of like it's still a big bright summer beer. Yeah. But people got you know. No one really ever stops drinking 8% double IPAs. I Zero. totally agree. So <laughs> I, some people say you call it parasol, it's summer beer. It's 8%. It's not a summer beer. No. no <laughs> I mean, even the, the, the yellow makes it kind of look like a summer beer. But, but uh, the, the double really IPA summer. drinker will uh, hopefully we'll we'll see the label. Yeah. <laughs> also, hopefully we'll talk to him. Yeah. And then uh, when he's going to see it's a double IPA at 8%, they'll be like, yes, December please. or March. Or, it's I never stopping. No. Nope. Um, would you guys move into other? I know we we're just talking before about the different products under the the villain brand. Would you do other non beer products or anything like that? Is that something that you'd consider, or it's not really like of interest to you guys? Like whether it's a cider, the hard seltzer, the kombucha, anything, just any other alcoholic beverage. Uh, to be honest, we did look at it. Uh, of course, I want to launch a malt-based cocktail in the next 12, 44 months. Yep. Uh, is it going to be Villain? I see. I don't know. It might not fit under that brand. Might not fit because, but it will come. 
uh, our team will definitely work on something malt based uh, even if it's a different brand or whatever yeah. yeah but again now we have a lot of PAs but there's a reason why we don't have other brand uh, type of beer it's not because it's popular it's because we don't perfect the art of doing something else as well now you know let's say you want to do a sour okay it's cool to do a sour maybe yep. maybe I'm not good at it Maybe uh, maybe we don't know how to do it perfectly. Those one, we know that we do a good recipe and we do a good label. We'll perfect that project. Project for sure. Uh, we would like to do a uh, IPA sour or uh, anything uh, pills like yeah, LP pills. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, yeah. And I want to make sure we're comfortable <laughs> with the recipe before doing it. Yeah. It will come. Right. It will come for sure, for sure, in the near future. Right. But uh, uh, it's not that I'm insecure. I want to be over secure. Right. Uh, no, smart. It's always uh, something uh, a little bit um, dangerous to, to make a sour. You know, in the in the brewery, they they are always saying, oh, "You sure you want to make a sour? Yeah. Uh, we we have a lot of uh, other products, so." It There's could a lot of, uh, yeah, a yeah. lot of risks of uh, infections and yeah, yeah. So, so we have to, to work uh, before, uh, you know, to uh, to plan it, to, to be sure that everything is hundred uh, uh, percent yeah. uh, secure for the other yeah, products in the breweries. One. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay, I mean that's a there's a there's a few things that because I guess if you've done mostly IPAs, I guess these fiber IPAs here, I always find that hobby but like you this certain like it's like the American style breweries where they'll have a Pilsner, eight thousand like other half, eight thousand IPAs and then some stouts. Yeah. It's like those type of that setup it just seems to work together like that. Like I, I can see that working for this brand. I think it works. Uh, I think it works. The thing is in, in the stores it works in a different way in Quebec. Right. Uh, why? We don't know quite why, but there's not much of a craft blonde beer drinker here. Right. Uh, when you say blonde, that you're blonde as a lager like pilsner. Yeah, yeah. I think it's still growing here. It's getting there though. I, yeah. I think it's getting there. I think the people are referencing blonde as big breweries, easy drinking. Yep. So I don't think there's. So it's tough for us to put it in the shelf and sell a lot. Yeah. Of course, it's tough to do a proper, super good beer, but that's another that's question. All. Once yeah. it's done, put it in the store, the blonde section in the craft beer store, it's a bit tougher for now. Interesting. I think it will come. Uh, I wonder why. I find that like interesting about Quebec that that specific trend hasn't seen in Quebec, I think. Yeah, everywhere else is like crazy. You got you got Mill Street, you got uh, all those Muskoka breweries. Everyone has a good blonde. Yep. Here, what craft blonde do you drink? <laughs> I know that. I'm trying to pick. What's the brewery? Memphrey has one, but it's a 6%, like Pilsner. And there's something else different about it. The fact that I'm, I'm struggling that hard to think, though, says a lot about it, right? I, I think Broken 7 should be your, your, your best yeah. bet. <laughs> no, is that a... <laughs> that's a great one. <laughs> now, is that a no, Blondale or a Lager? I'm thinking Lager or Pilsner. Oh. Is it a Lager or Pilsner? No, it's, it's a Blondale. Blonde. So I'm thinking just Lager and Pilsner. That's yeah. why I didn't mention it. But even Broken 7, we have problem positioning it. Right. Even though it's super good, tasty beer as a blonde, yep. put next to those beers in the, in the store, it doesn't sell. 
It's a different consumer, I would say. This totally different consumer, but there's yeah. no space in the stores. At LCBO, it's all the same floor. True. Everybody shares the floor. Yeah, yeah. Here, it's sections. It's true. I, I remember seeing there was always a stand. I'm not sure if you, I don't think you brew out of there anywhere wherever you were brewing before, but the blonde, uh, uh, the Broken Seven beers had this like wooden box yeah, at the supermarket. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Are you still not no. brewing that? No. So that was in this little stand. So I remember seeing Broken Seven everywhere, but it was one of the few craft beers that were available at the supermarkets, like Provigo and stuff yeah. like that. And I always thought that was really cool because then you had the Helm beers that were brewed under that and stuff like that. And there was like a bunch of good ass craft beers in a supermarket that everything else is macro so it gives people a, a bit more of a option I feel like the supermarkets don't present people with options which is frustrating they have to go to a beer store to do that and then only certain people go into the beer store so it's really all about like exposure the average depreneur doesn't have really craft beer I would argue I'm not sure if I'm a hunt but if you go to a gas station you go to a gas station in Vermont it's like it's like walking into Palooza if you go to a gas station here, it's Bud and PBR and, and just macro stuff. So it's more like the consumers need to be exposed to it. So the supermarket is, is really cool. Are you still in the supermarket or is that L gone? Yes and no. I think we so, had problem with our distribution. And gotcha. the, but that was a better positioning. And maybe. For, we're for aiming brand. this. We're aiming That's what that. That's you were, right. Yeah. So every day we're trying to, to we coaching the distributor to say, put, it, put us out of section. Right. So this way you can bump into it as gotcha. a blonde. Yes. But the discussion came with the the the, the, the that crafty blonde. Yep. We're, I would love to have a crafty blonde, you know, for after hockey games and stuff like that. But still, uh, it will come. I think if it's yeah. us, it's us. If it's someone else, it will be someone else. But one day we will have our steam whistle, Mill Street, or Muskoka, yeah. <laughs> Quebec. We have Borealis. Mayal is, right. is the size of those companies. Oh, for sure. So but we have to. I guess they're still not positioned that because Boreal's more positioned as you go to any random bar on Saint Laurent, they'll have Boreal generally. Yeah. yeah. Or Belgel or whatever. Yes. And that's what got me into craft beer early on in, the, in living in Montreal. But I don't want to drink that right now because there's eight, there's so many other options. And this speaks, like, even just the aesthetic of what you're doing here, this speaks to, like, the type of drinkers we are versus the type of drinker that would go for a Boreal, not the Northeast, but the, the regular stuff in the bottle with the twist up, like the Rouge, the Rouge and all that stuff. It's, I think it's just different type of drinkers. Like there's the, we always talk about gateway beers, which yeah. is one of our questions that we'll get into in the lightning round, but I feel like the Broken Seven stuff is a gateway beer. Totally, but it doesn't exist in Quebec, that category. Not really, aside from the Boreal. That's it. So and it's, it's like, not categorized so where do you put it? So, but that's no. why it should be in the supermarkets. Because in the no. supermarket, are the people who would normally grab a case of Bud, but then they go, what's this? This looks kind of cool. This bottle is cool. Because the Broken Seven branding is great. Like, and it's appealing to that drinker. Totally. But if you put that in a craft beer store, where they're generally looking for tall cans that look like this, this looks like an American style, like very well put together branding. And that's what I think Quebec drinkers, they always go to, everyone goes to Vermont now. Everyone travels and, and they, that's what they see. That's what they want more of. So they're going to be less inclined. The people you don't have to bring over are already drinking this stuff. So the Broken Seven plays a different role and it's very undervalued. Totally. It's so important. Without beers like that, this doesn't exist. So I think they don't get enough like, credit or respect 
in the craft beer community and there's a bunch of breweries I know there's more breweries like that in Ontario and Toronto totally. than there are here like the ones you mentioned there's a bunch of our friends who have stuff like Lost Craft and they're everywhere yeah Lost like Craft Hill, I think it's Aceel, a nice they're in Porter airlines nice, nice, now nice, nice beers but we don't have that here yet here no. so we're broken seven we're going in cans the next months see that'll be great that'll so that would be great I think that's perception now people uh, want cans right people sure. want cans and I think the gateway category will grow I hope it has so, to man. grow has and to. our distributor needs to understand it first you'd think they would it's their business <laughs> like, but they need to go to Ontario they need to go to the States hey you go yeah. to a bar Voro I don't know if it's still yeah, exists yeah it's Biero Volo now but yeah okay so in the menu you yeah. have a gateway beer section so it's like you don't have this here I didn't know that that's sick yeah it's so important you know yeah. it's like you have that in Ontario, do you understand that there they was do. in between? Yeah, and plus uh, they had Mill Street and stuff that is already yeah. in Amsterdam. Yeah, Mill Street now Amsterdam. was bought out, so they're here. But say Amsterdam, even at a three-speed lager, like it's, I don't think it's great, but it does the trick. It gets people. I wouldn't. You'd rather see people drink that than cool as well. So that's where it needs to be. But Ace Hill and Lost Craft aggressively went to market they went to every LCBO one by one and got it in there they went to the licensees and got it like ACL got the Porter Airlines deal so and, and like Lost Craft are at the Toronto Wolfpack the rugby games they're at all the sports things nice. you know so they're going in on that whereas like I don't know if you can go to the you know the thing up there the sports stadium for the Alouettes, the, yeah. Alouettes or Olympic Stadium like there should be Broken 7 at those games like because the craft beer drinkers will be like, hell yeah, if they know what's up. And he's like, oh, well, it's an export of Bar uh, Broken Seven. I'm like, well, it's a no-brainer. And the average person going to those games would, maybe they want, like, it's probably going to be more expensive than a Molson, but it'd be, people would more, I feel like people would go for that. And if you don't put it in their face, how are they going to learn? It's hard. For sure. And those are the those are the environments where they need to be. So you think, have a lot of opportunity, man. Uh, look, sales are not quite good right now. Broken Seven, I think we're getting tossed around, you bit. know. Yeah. And uh, that category is like this category is exploding. Like Everywhere. even the supermarkets now, they do have like 12, 20 foot mm -hmm. section of craft beer that right. they didn't have four years ago. That's great. Like every IGA yet now. So That's for true, us, IGA does. For us, it's. <clears throat> A big opportunity for Vilain to grow. Yes. And a big opportunity for refreshing Broken Seven and bring it to that level of gateway beer. And we will stick to that gateway yes. beer positioning. Yep. But the province has to help us. Yes. So we need to find how because my partner and I, we always have the same discussion. If we're in Ontario, put it put next to ASIL or Mill Street or Lost Craft or I will sell. Yeah. Automatically, I will sell. Not even a question. So much. Yep. But here, I don't know where to put Isn't that next. interesting? I never really have, I've never had this discussion before about the comparison, but you're so right. Like, there just really isn't. I never realized that there's no gateway market here. Or if there is, it's literally just the Boreal stuff or the Belgel, and that's kind of it. Maybe I know. Cheval Blanc or something. It's part of Belgel. So, okay. So, like, even them, it's like, but that's it. Like there really needs to be more focus on it. It's just it's nothing to do with the craft beer scene. It's no. sort of, it's everything else. It's like the distributors, the depths, and the supermarkets, really. The gas stations, I feel like if you get in the gas stations, that's that'll stand out because even the one across the road from my place, sometimes I have to go in there for something and I was like, let me just take a look and see if they got something. I don't have anything. 
nothing. Like not a single beer I would buy in there. And that sucks. When it shouldn't, if it's at the supermarket, there's, you're right, in the Provigo near me as well, there's stuff there. They used to have no craft at all. Now they, it's not the 20 foot one, but they put in a little rack. Okay, good. And that's where they used to have the one with Broken 7 in there. Now they got one little rack. I'm like, all right, good. I just got Avogadro and Jukebox and a bunch of Oshlad type of brands, stuff like that. It's pretty good. Nice. So I'm like, all right, cool. They're saying that, but it's still small. This tiny little thing, like maybe the size of this wooden table okay. in a whole big section as big as this room. So it's still not quite there, but it's something. But then the gas stations, I think maybe, I don't know how that works. Maybe that's like a, I don't know if they It's have, like under contracts. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. So it's, a, it's just a question of contracting. So you got to go to Petro Canada and be like, all right, guys, what's up? Like, and then uh, Molson will say, well, you have 10 feet available, I want nine. <laughs> so it's the American system. Type of so, thing. you know, so it's... It, it, I think there's a... Kushta has been open to uh, yeah. put some craft beer. I think the buyers are open. But when they get the check of those big breweries... You know, I think it will come. I think the consumer will push it because at one one point, beers will slow down in their stores. Yeah. At one point, if the industry is down, the stores will be down. You know, the industry is down. It has to come from somewhere. Yeah. So maybe the president of, uh, I don't know, Metro, IGA, or Kushtal will say, well, come, our beers are down. Well, the answer would be, well, because the consumer would like to have more craft beer, but we have so much space. Well, please open the space. Right. That's wishful thinking. That's yeah. <laughs> but hopefully. Uh, so maybe it takes a little bit of strong arming from somebody. To, it will come. Mm-hmm. I, I do trust it. And uh, it came with the super craft beers, you know. The, the, it came. So I think the gateway beers are almost there. Almost there. So that's the next category. I love that. That's great. Speaking of beers, we should go to the next one. No, we keep yeah. talking. Next one is California. Nice. Yeah. That's what it's called, California? California Style IPA. That one. Okay. Uh, so the label 6%. is more of a uh, like sun sunset set, yeah. uh, uh, of, of the West Coast. Okay. I like that a lot. It's really nice with the uh, with that. It's great. 6%. 6%. What are the hops in this one? It's uh, Simcoe, Amarillo, yep. Cascade, and Sica. Cascade... And it's um, 6%. 6%. Okay, perfect. Rich, you want some of this one, mate? Yeah. Thirsty. Okay, this is great. And this one was, was this one of the first few? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Original ones. And uh, it's growing this summer. It's like, it's our solid, most solid product. Okay. Like more stable. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it hasn't doesn't really. Nice Sorry head. for the foam. Nah, man, it doesn't go down. The first. So oh, it's yeah, been. Yeah, it has a great summer. Nice. That's good. Even for the West Coast. Yeah. And uh, we're super happy about it. I guess it shows that people. Uh, that's what they. That's what they want. And to be really, really honest with you, I think it's the product that we do the best. This is your favorite of all of them. I think it's the, stru- the structure of the recipe helps us a lot. Okay. You know, and this one has a Vermont yeast, so sometimes it's get crazy. It's a little like, yeah, unstable maybe. Unstable. Yeah, I mean they're not shelf stable a lot of the Vermont yeast because they, they're the ones that can die a little bit <laughs> with the, the heat and stuff. Uh, Flora is also super, super, super stable. Right. Blanche is a Blanche super tricky to do. Right. Uh, 
Uh, Forêt, we only brewed once or twice, so super new. Okay. But California, we did it many times, and it, look, the color is beautiful. Yeah, color is great. Color is great. Look at this head; it's not even moving. I love that. Qu'est-ce qu'il y a? Me demandé qui c'est qui faisait les branding. All right. Yeah. Legends. Beautiful. Cheers, boys. Thank you for having us, hey, man. man. Thanks Very for being cool. on. This is great. Really nice. Great combo. Cheers, man. Nice. Exactly. Yeah, super piney. Resiny. Bitter. I like this a lot. This is great. This one is, uh, is more like a regular uh, uh, West Coast, you know. Um, IPA? Yeah. Yeah. With a, a punch of uh, bitterness and uh, all the... the, the Yeah, groom, uh, uh, like citrus, uh, fruit. citrus, citrus, uh, citrus, citrus yeah. fruit. Uh, citrus, that's what I'm thinking of. Yes, flavors. Yeah, it's almost like the um, it's like grapefruity bitterness. Mm. Exactly, so like. and um, in uh, in comparison with the with the the forêt, it's not the same bitterness. Uh, you have a little punch of bitterness, but it's not gonna last uh, a long time not, in no. your mouth. It seems to be pretty quick. And you'll see when uh, when we'll uh, open this one, uh, the bitterness is uh, the piney side, and the bitterness is go is go it's coming and it's staying uh, longer in the right. mouth. So different kind of vibe. Yeah. And the other one is a is that also West Coast. Uh, West Coast. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. So that that was just a bit bigger. 5.5. Okay. So slightly. What's the difference between this one? And uh, this one. Uh, the taste. This one is really on the on the piney piney side, big time. Right. More, this one is more fruity. Gotcha. Yeah, it's, it's super smooth. Yeah, yeah, super smooth, eh? Yeah, really smooth. I love it. I love it when they get that, like, bubble bark kind of head. So you, you see the idea? That's 6%. Mm. Taste, like, that yeah. is taste alcohol in there. Yeah, wow, man, that's great. Really, really smooth. So I'm not surprised. This is, like, this is, like, the perfect, like, pool, beach, patio, so. beer. Exactly. That's, uh, I mean, and I guess this one is year, like I said, they're all year round. All so year round for now. You can get this, they still do okay in the winter, this style, I guess, because everyone gives a shit. We had a great, like, honestly, January, February were awesome. Awesome. So, it says it all. March was horrible, <laughs> but I think it was like minus 45 for three March weeks or something yeah. like that. <laughs> if I remember well. Uh, Never forget. No. <laughs> but, uh, like you said, you know, a guy that's drinking IPA goes to, to a store. It's not that much gonna look for the for the name on the can. It's gonna look at the label saying, I like that. Yeah. July or December. Yeah, that's true. And the guy that drinks Corona will not buy December. <laughs> Unlikely. <laughs> Doesn't less. quite work. Probably less. Maybe the, I'd be interested if the blanche was, uh, does that fluctuate seasonally? Because it's, Blanche, are they kind of more? I'm just trying to think what's a summer beer. Do people associate that style yeah, with sure. summer? Uh, we thought Flora and Blanche would jump crazy this summer. I think it's pretty good. Honestly, it's awesome, but it didn't surpass the IPA. Interesting. Okay. So that just shows that but it's not maybe perceived it's as less a, trendy. It is less trendy. It's more of a totally. stable, like consistent. Yes. I think it's super stable, super, super stable. Yeah. But 
We're four guys here. How many blanche you had last week? Zero. I haven't <laughs> had a blanche. I didn't really drink them. How many IP you had? Me neither. <laughs> 12. So. Minimum. So you have the answer right now. Yeah, yeah. So you don't have, you, you know, there's like They don't even act the breweries. I mean, we were just, like I said, we were in New York. We went to a bunch of breweries, and it wasn't, I don't remember seeing a bunch of any of the ones that we went to. So I feel like it's a very Quebec thing, because that... Because there's a Blanche called Blanche de Champy and Cheval yeah. Blanc are legacy brands here. True. Yeah. It fits with the palette of the region more. The craft beer drinkers have gone, you can't really put your finger on it because everyone drinks everything. But I feel like the average person are more likely to drink a Blanche. Yeah. Like if they're not a, a beer nerd, but they, they beyond macro. But you know, some people probably just stay in that gateway zone and don't really leave it. Like Blanche de Champy is a great gateway beer, actually. It's a good, that was one for us too. Actually, my girlfriend's mom is Jamaican, and Jamaicans only drink Heineken and Guinness. So we got her initially onto Blanche Chambly. Whenever we came to Toronto, we brought her some Chambly because you can't really get it there. So it's a perfect one, but because it speaks to like those that little like cross section of people. But some people just kind of stay in that zone. I think that's maybe what it is. I guess at a beer festival, you'd probably notice. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. People uh, are not used to uh, to drink beer. Mainly uh, start with a uh, with a white beer, yeah. and uh, sometimes when they don't like IPAs, they start with the session. Yeah, it's the the, the first intro introduction uh, to to the, the style or right, right. the beer, beer yeah. world, and uh, and they are usually a little bit surprised to uh, to like it. Yeah. I was in New York and I had a friend who was not a beer drinker and I was drinking another half beer at a bar because they're everywhere. And I just like, oh, try it. And she's like, wow, it's fruity. Like they, people, I think the average person doesn't understand that beers now aren't this bitter multi thing. Like that they are, they have this, you know, like the, like the, this the Fleur, right? The, that was a wicked, nice fruity, bright session IPA. And I think a lot of people don't, don't realize that that's what beer tastes like anymore. Well, I think the other brewery changed the world with that yeah for me it's the the mech of beers you know i think uh, i think it's obviously it's our biggest inspiration uh we're not quite there yet i think they do have a technique of dry upping that i think it's their own yeah they don't single it. double triple quadruple dry up <laughs> and they have a pub so it's easy for them you know? yeah they can just talk so, small batch yeah yeah i mean they so, can pretty much everything but they're they've dominated so heavily that yeah yeah, like, yeah they just like so, whatever so, they drop those yeah so for me it, it, it was a big inspiration because as you said you, you drink beer at six seven eight percent and it's fruity as yeah. crazy it's really nice. it really knocked me on my feet and i not i'm a I travel a lot, let's say, with my wife on vacation. I taste everything, but this brewery... <laughs> nothing like it? No, nothing like it. I've been to Hillstead, Hill Farmstead uh, four or five times a year. It's next to the cottage, so... But other half, it's something else, I think, uh, uh, personally. I'm with you on that. It's every time I go to New York, I should be trying new places, but I'm like, yeah, I have to go there. Every I went to Grimm. <laughs> yeah, I went to Grimm. What do you think? I like the space. The space is great. Yeah. I didn't like that much the beer. I like the blonde. I like the pills. Yeah, all oh, the pills is great. They have the dry hopped one. They have the the red regular. Is it Tesseract? Is it the name? That was one of the Anthos was the uh, dry hopped one. I think it might have been your either or. Either or. And I tasted a a beer that's not much of my like palate. It's a 
chocolate stout in a barrel. Oh yeah, they're crazy. Like probably like fourteen percent all over. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I didn't like it. Uh, it was too much. It's too much, yeah. But those guys, like Mathieu, they love those beers. Me, yeah. Quebec like, loves like beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it all. <laughs> yeah, like it all. <laughs> it's all good. It's uh, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, Quebec. Uh, did you go to uh, Interboro around the corner? No. So I went there for the first time. That was sick. It's oh, a yeah. tiny place. I was really shocked at how cool that was. Like that whole re- that's where we stay. We stayed in Williamsburg this time because we were like just down the road from Grimm. It's around just close walk to everything. It's uh, they got a really interesting thing going on there. Like everything is hazy. You get to the point where even me, like I'm just like, oh man, can I have something else? Because it's all that's it's everywhere but it's very it's it's i like that i can go to down near any bar and there'll be something like either half or fin back or threes or whatever on tap and it's it's really dope that's the one thing i really want quebec to step up in is that like if i get even toronto like not quite the same level but you can just go to a random sports bar and there'll at least be some craft on option i totally here it's here it's pretty rough still my god i work uh Part of my job is I create beer menus from some, some of my friends at bars, and it's such a battle. Because they just like, no, nah, man, come on. Like, no, they have agreements. It's, it's uh, one of the last provinces on earth, I think, that yeah, there's the, the, <laughs> the concept of uh, liquor agreements. It's, it's a monopoly. It's crazy, or it's, yeah. In Ontario, the, it, you, don't, you cannot have it. They, they do other shading under the table yeah, yeah, stuff? that's fine. But it's like, it's not the thing where like, all right, cool, Molson has nine of those 10 taps. Not permanently forever. Because they paid for the system and shit like that. In Ontario, if I believe, I may be wrong, but yeah. if you have 10, <laughs> let's say you give four to Labatt, you have to give four to Molson or something similar. So it's, it's I, I, think it's, it's, I think it's a, you cannot have full monopoly. But here, I, I just I, take over. They take over, but with bars like Pamplemousse, uh, even beer market, big uh, big customers of ours and yeah. big friends. Like, they do have an amazing list they for, yeah. for big bars. I used to work there in Toronto. Oh, I, yeah. went, I went to the one here recently just to see what it was like. And it was in, I was impressed. They had the w- great Belgian stuff, but they had a wicked local menu. Very I think they're going to turn away from the Belgian style. Good, because it's boring. Yeah. I'd rather see local. I want to go in there. I want to see I want to see stuff from everywhere. Uh, we're well maybe when the video comes out we'll have maybe flour on tap so nice. we're we're That's aiming perfect. that. And there was a lot we went to funnily enough we went to see Michelle Obama in like March or April or something and go we went there before the show and it was mostly all women. And you never go into a beer place and there's all women because all the women were going to see Michelle Obama. So it was cool to see people, they weren't just drinking wine, like all, everyone was drinking beer and stuff. And I felt, it felt like they were only there because it was the closest place to the Bell Center. But then they didn't shy away from the beer. No. So I feel like having something like that on tap, that's right on Rene Levesque, it's right downtown, is going to play into that gate. I mean, Broken Seven also would be perfect for it, but that would be perfect as well. Because like I said, I gave some to my friend and she lost her mind over a hazy IPA so imagine when they get to try that type of stuff like wow like, I don't know I just that's a really good opportunity for exposure uh, and it's a good example of what works yeah beer works uh, beer market works yeah. your friends at Brewski they work super well yeah you know so it. you know so it's, it's getting there slowly it's getting there, man. I have faith too nah, totally I believe it's going to work uh, out uh, but it's still Montreal it's pretty small it's small Ah, oh, it's second biggest in the country though. It's not that small. I just feel like it's like it just takes the, the culture here is like strong. 
So you got to break through the culture. Whereas I said something like Toronto or even Vancouver, probably you could argue align more with an American or just general Western, whatever, North American culture. Whereas Quebec has its own thing, which is tied to France and, and tied to Europe. So it's sort of breaking through that because there's not a huge craft beer culture in Europe in comparison. I know there is now. I know France is a little slower. I know Belgium's killer. I know Germany's killer, but they're very specific. I heard Rome is the big is the craft beer capital of Europe now. Rome has like like six hundred breweries or something. Someone told me. I was like, all right, it's not where I thought. But you know, um, Michela and um, Omnipolo are like Sweden and Denmark yeah, yeah, yeah. and like like so it's it's getting there, but it's not the same. So I think Quebec just needs that little like a bit more time, a little bit more people like you guys doing stuff like this doing stuff like Broken 7 and pushing that boundary and just not taking no like alright we're getting this in goddamn it because people once they try it they're going to love it and they'll never go back that's, that's really what it comes the, down to that. that's the entire idea behind uh, all the products we try to create yeah, that can work for them so as you can see we 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 work a lot on uh, drinkability. Yeah, this is like, look how quick we all crushed them, and we just talk forever. Uh, we should do the next one, then we'll do lightning round. Yeah. So which one's the... And we'll finish forest? with and we'll the, finish Yeah, with we'll one. finish with this one because uh, it's... It's uh, the big one, right? Yeah, and uh, it's... It's uh, some... A part? A part? It's different from the other ones. Yeah. Gotcha. Let's say Definitely. it's the even if it's less bitter. Yeah. I think it's better to. So this is the uh, second West Coast IPA for it. So I guess that's forest. Yeah. For um, a totally different taste. Hence the pine. Oh, I like that. Calling it forest and it's piney. That's a cool name. Um, the hops on this one: Citra Amarillo, Amarillo Galaxy, and Mosaic. Compared to it's the, the same, other one, there's one the same. There's two are the same. Two are the same, but no yeah. mosaic in the other one. Yeah. Um, oh, and there's no Simcoe either. Okay. No. Oh, no Cascade. Oh, only one the same. You're right. Emery is yeah. only one. Just one the same. Thank you, sir. Um, this one was one of the earlier ones as well. No, it's a no? new one. It's our latest one. This, I'm sorry. The California was the other yeah. one. This is one of the latest ones. Okay. And this one's been very well received. Super well received. Yeah. We have the feeling that, uh, Thanks, honestly, sir. they're all equal, except the Pochettrup Cal sells more. Right. That's just so interesting. When like I guess it must be really crazy to you guys to be like, why? Well, I don't know. It's a good thing. My life is based on this every day. So, <laughs> so like I'm plugged into it. social media every day. I go to stores, talk to people, talk to the bar managers, like brewers. Like, what are no people reason. saying? You just like the branding. <laughs> you know what? I mean, I guess if that's what it is, then. They like the branding, they come to drink it, and they give us good reviews on social media. That's all you can ask for, right? And yeah, buy it. And it's fun to buy, you know? It's, it's good. It's fun to bring. It's fun to buy. Yeah. You go to a party, you bring that out, people are like, oh, what's this? Like, yeah, I think it's fun. I think yeah. it's a... a, a I, would, I wouldn't qualify our beers like fun beers, mm -hmm. but interesting to bring. Yeah. They're all a pleasure to drink, but they're not. They're... Um, they're more, I think they're serious. I think the design is serious. You design know? is very serious. <laughs> design is serious. It's not a fun niche. Oh, like, it's bright and oh, colorful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It looks it's fun. It's colorful. I feel like it attracts everyone, but it's one something that you could drink in a gathering, have enough it, flavor, but you don't have to think every, about every sip. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't yeah. say um, serious labels, but uh, sober. Sober? Uh, yeah, really sober and. Uh, sober, that's a good word, right? Okay. 
think it's just sober. Okay. Yes, nice color. Different, different one. Different one. It's a bit yellow one. Mm -hmm. Yellow, yellower. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely more um, piney. Piney. I like the name. That's a really cool relation to the yeah. The pine. Yeah, I like this. It's super crushable. Super crushable. You can drink. No, not too over the top. You can definitely not too it. over the top. Why? Why go over the top? It's it uh, follows the the promise on the can. Follows the promise on the West Coast. Yeah, doing exactly what it says. Legends. Say so we we try to to make a another. Uh, Another uh, West Coast IPA, but in the same time, really different from the the, the first one and the, yeah. and the original one. So really less fruity, but mainly on the on the the piney side and the resinous uh, side. Resinous, that's not the word I'm looking for. And uh, I think we, we we like it, and uh, generally uh, people are like, oh, I love this one or I hate this one. So one or the other. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Is it because they don't really understand um, West Coast IPAs? Do you think, I think that people? I think there's a new consumer of IPAs, and those ones do don't want bitterness. Yeah, I mean that's the typical. Like, so yeah. you, you get the the classic drinker that wants bitterness, he will love it. Right. And the new ones that was that were teased by IPAs with no bitterness, yeah, comes to far and say, oh, maybe it's too much. Yeah, yeah. I guess and it's not that much. You, yes, no, it's you not. tasted many beers. But you can get that feeling now since it's an open category. It is. And it's just, we don't get flavors like this anymore because the New England or the East Coast style is going to take it over. So whenever you do get it, it's like that, you know, the, 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 the pendulum swinging back again. We came up, I don't know, say six to eight years ago. This was all it was. It was like, how bitter can you get it? I want to punch in the face. Yeah. And then now it's the complete opposite, and it had to be clean and clear. Now it's going to be hazy and smooth and creamy and no bitterness and fruity. So then we have so many of those. So it's really refreshing to come back to this, which is I think the same reason that the pilsners and like the, the, the crispy beers have come back into style. Well, I think the the, the, the crispy beer and the pilsner they come back to, to style because honestly, three weeks ago it was 34 degrees. Mm. And you have one forêt, one Roger of Cal, or one of any of those ones, and you go back to uh, uh, Carlsberg. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say names, just to say names, but uh, you know, you, you yeah. finish you, you your golf, drink. You want to drink beer because it's so hot outside. Yeah, you're like, oh, before drinking, you know. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I just said Carlsberg because I like the taste of Carlsberg, but uh, that's why I don't want to. We don't want to repeat ourselves to go back to the gateway category but yes. one day broken seven will be that call that's the one <laughs> i i that's trust it because it's our part of our life you know it's our yeah, fashion man. no i think it's i think it's great i think it's a very admirable and important goal it's underrated it's very undervalued i don't think it will come from Vilain. Vilain, uh, have a, I, a, I would agree. we have many stuff to discover yet in ipas yeah, sure. yeah uh, i have an idea of doing a one beer three ways okay so, uh, to take example, uh, Forêt, yeah. let's say Forêt. So let's say we, we decide as a team to repeat Forêt, and, but I want to do it three different ways. So you get the same 80% of the recipe, but you treat it single dry up, double dry up, triple dry up. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, IPA, double IPA, 
triple IPA with the same beer. Of course, some cha- things will change, but is we if we all work, the core, the the core, core the will same. be the same beer. So let's say we you go to the store, and there's a visual with let's say three triangles. So the first triangle will say the different the, the, the like the I first type. Yeah, second triangle will be one and two. Will yeah, you like one triangle this way, one the other way. So yeah, 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 and so yeah, you'll yeah. create something, and I uh, I think it will help us continue to talk to the consumers mm. get their feedback explain what explain these different things are. what the different things are and what can you do with a beer you know it's uh, people like the California okay we'll give you three California different ways I love are that. you gonna try it why not and you'll probably try it's, all three together because that's part of the fun why not it's pretty much what you can experiment in the bar uh, in the brew pub uh, with a uh, by doing uh, making some uh, some casks yeah Uh, you can experiment whatever you want, and uh, and there's only 20 liters of, of it. It's uh, some kind of a step up, uh, and uh, and uh, bringing this uh, to, to to cans. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. In a way, yeah, that'd be a real fun way to just yeah teach people about what's what's a dry hub, what's double dry hub, what's triple, and just comparing it all and having the branding similar and something. It's a reminds me of what's come back to other half and I forgot that they don't they have like Simcoe Daydream double Simcoe Daydream yeah. blah, blah, like those type of triple versions of stuff like that and like I like that the thing is that they, the one thing they don't do that I've seen is they don't release them boom 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 so you can't try those three side by side and be like that so way. having all three if you plan it so that there's like three versions I, I've never seen that before I, it's in the works so it, I don't know how we're going to make it happen I love it. I'm here for it. Uh, so it's a, like it's gonna be a lot of work for the the, the, the boys. <laughs> it's gonna be a ton. Uh, but we push. We push. Hey man, push and be a forward. <laughs> How do you guys feel about a lightning round? It's yeah. never it's never lightning, but we do our best. Our uh, first one is what is your guilty pleasure beer? A beer you drink that you like that you would maybe be embarrassed to admit to a beer nerd that you enjoy. It's tough. Oh yeah. You could say none if you don't have them. Like, so I like Corona. I know it's not the greatest, but if I had to pick one, I don't mind Corona. I don't have guilty pleasures. Uh, as I said, uh, I love so many beers. And, uh, do, you like, do you like any macro beers or ones that maybe you shouldn't like? No, uh, I'm curious. So, so I try everything, everything I can. And, yeah. and If, even if it's something uh, like from a, a mainstream brewery or something, but it's it it fit my my taste at that moment. So it's fine. Yeah, okay. I can drink no. it, uh, and everybody can see it. Uh, That's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Okay, I respect that. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be a skunky Heineken, you know, and okay. it's freaking sitting in the window of death. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's. 35 degrees and it's the beer Heineken super super cold yeah, uh, yeah. when yeah. you go like when it's hot anywhere in the world you don't can have an Heineken it will taste a bit skunky you know yeah just this but Part it goes down so fast yeah it's gone I think it, that, that would be it that's a good one <laughs> so then the opposite what is a beer you would decline under any circumstances if you go to a barbecue they have no uh, you didn't bring your own for then you didn't bring a six pack of Fleur Budweiser. Like, hey. Yeah, you'd be awful. Oh, you'd be like, sorry, man, can't do it. 
No bad for me. No bad, no bad light. I respect that very much. It doesn't taste. I don't like it. Corona. Yeah. Corona. Because yeah, uh, the, the first, uh, uh, I was first in over uh, with Corona. And, uh, and, uh, Never forgot it. Yeah, I vomit it all. And I can't, I can't taste it anymore now. I respect that very much. I have a beer like that in Australia too. What do you else? respect that I puke? Or? <laughs> yes. You had to get it out somehow. <laughs> um, we've talked about this non-stop, but what was your gateway beer? What was your personal beer that took you from macro to craft? Uh, if there was one. I mean, there might be a few, but maybe something you're like, yo, what the hell is this? I think traveling with the States would be Goose Island. Yeah, before the buyout. Yeah. Well, yeah, Goose Island IPA. I think it brought me more into the IPAs. Right. I have to be honest. Nice. That's a good beer. Uh, to me, it was uh, more uh, a brewery uh, than, uh, than a specific beer. And it was in France. Uh, it's uh, La Brasserie du Mascaret. Uh, which is really next to uh, Bordeaux, and uh, and they are making uh, good beers. And it wasn't a, like a, a revelation or something, but uh, it really introduced me uh, to what is it possible to do, like uh, with a small brewery and, uh, and with your hands. Right. Well, that's cool. Introduction to. Just to craft. show, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, the actual what craft is versus yeah. macro. I like that. Uh, what is your favorite beer style? Like, if you went to a depth and you went to go to the section, which section would you go to first? Uh, West Coast IPA. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. These days, more uh, sour. Sour. Barrel or kettle? Sorry. Barrel aged or kettle? I like both. Yeah. Maybe barrel because uh, it's more complex. Yeah, more complex and uh, it can be as good uh, as it can be bad. Yeah, so, that's true. So yeah, the, the like the, the thrill. Yeah, uh, like the thrill. Okay. Um, what is your least favorite beer style? So it doesn't mean you hate it, but just maybe the the, the style you would least go for. Oh, like the barrel-aged porter-ish tarts mix of this stuff. Yeah, Tastes like syrup. No. For me, it can't do it. Syrup. For me, it doesn't work. Uh, these days, I have some troubles to, to drink some uh, some stouts, but yeah. it's hot. It's too hot. And, uh, That's true. So it's against the minus the, 30. The, the winter, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's my winter beer. It's a, it's a good winter one. Um, what is your favorite beer, city, destination, or country? Where do you guys like to go for beer? Well, Brooklyn, New York. Yep. Hey, yeah. That's it. Everything's there. Everything's there for me. Uh, don't really know, but... Because, because you can do so much in so so few kilometers. Particularly like that northern part, like the Williamsburg part, where you just have so many. You can go to Vermont, that's fine with me. Longer stretch, you get, you, know, you get two hours between two breweries sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. But in Bro Brooklyn, you have five minutes. It's ridiculous. And they carry everything everywhere. Everywhere. Every time you go into every restaurant, every restaurant, every corner store. <laughs> like, try, try and find bad beer. 
Yeah, you go to Roberta's Pizza, you will get the best beer from Idaho that nobody has. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? I, I, I don't understand. I don't know how they do it. We just need. I, I, the thing that even most pisses me off more is that Montreal is so similar. There's so many similarities, and it's like they just stopped doing stuff here. Like it could be. Imagine if like Myland was like every single place was like a. I know. Like and there's all these open stores on Saint Laurent, on Park, on Saint Denis. Like it's like this close to being as good as as that area. I mean, it's still smaller, but goddamn, I don't know. I don't know what they need to do. So the government needs to give incentives to business owners to like open the damn contracts. Stop the contracts, yeah. yeah. Open the damn bar. Give more alcohol licenses. I know there's a restriction on Saint Laurent. There's only so many you can get. So like, if this place closes down, then there's an available license. But otherwise, you can't open a bar next door. No, it's done. It's ridiculous. It's archaic. Anyway, (laughs) Um, Brooklyn, where's your favorite? Uh, I'm not here for long, uh, long enough uh, to say well, I want to, to go in the country, but just for the travel, maybe uh, maybe on the, the west coast. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, Have you been uh, to uh, like Portland or like no, like San Canadian. Uh, okay, west like coast, oh, yeah. yeah, Vancouver. Yeah, Have Vancouver you been? Or, so something with a postmark or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like Have you been the... out there? No, not no? yet. No. I haven't been for years, but I, I trade with friends out there. or my friends bring me stuff. It's ridiculous. Vancouver is out of control. Have you tried much stuff? No, not much. Oh. Not lately. <laughs> like, insane. Like, some of the best. All the haze there. Everything is ridiculous. Nice. Like, it's very, very cool. They're equal to, say, like, Ontario as far as the way they're pushing it a little bit more it's very good be good market research yeah, yeah. you guys have to take a trip I don't know I know I don't know business trip it's very interesting yeah, yeah, it's just it's work a, yeah, it's, it's just uh, work research and yeah, development yeah. exactly yeah, a couple of weeks <laughs> see some mountains drink some beer because you have to have them in the mountains like, you have to it's not the same as yep, if they put in a box too. and sent over I don't know no. I'm just <laughs> um, what's the I'm not sure if you, you never brewed ever no no never. so some of these couple of these for Matthew uh, what's the first beer you ever brewed oh uh, I brewed uh, like uh, was a um, copy. Uh, yeah, like a clone. Yeah, like a, a clone of a uh, of a Belgian beer, like a light Belgian beer. I don't remember the name, but it's really a popular one. Was it good? No. <laughs> no, it, it was good, but it was like it looks like milk because it, it took like. A, 12 hours to, to cool down so right so, yeah it was a pretty basic uh, setup <laughs> still at least you got to do it yeah uh, what what's your favorite and least favorite styles to brew oh. I like to brew everything yeah yeah honestly it's uh, yeah, nothing sucks no nothing sucks because <laughs> Uh, I like the, you know, I like to have problems, you know, to solve it. Yeah, yeah. It's better than uh, just being just boring, boring. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and uh, doing it like automatically. Yeah, um, like a robot. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like problems. So <laughs> maybe the yeah, that, like problems. <laughs> maybe the 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 ones that I don't like to brew are the like the the, you know, the classic blonde or. Uh, 
it's no fun. No, no fun. No. <laughs> um, what's the worst beer you've ever made? What's the worst? Worst one? beer you ever you ever made? Oh, my first one. Yeah, <laughs> by terrible. Was it all uphill from there? Wasn't great. <laughs> That, that generally happens that way. Or people would do the first beer is amazing and then the but next the second 20 one beers is, is <laughs> everything after that. They go, man, what the hell? Like, they, luck, they luck out. Yeah. Um, what music do you guys listen to in the brew house? When, when there's a brew going, what, what's, what are you guys listening to? Okay, Sam, French rapper. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's his hero. Yeah. Okay, what's his name? Okay, Sam. Well, it's good. Bad, yeah. okay, yeah, mainly mainly hip hop. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, like Any all French stuff? No, no, no. Everything. Yeah, who's your really favorite? Open who's your favorite artist right now? Who's your favorite MC right now? Uh, well, uh, in French rappers, uh, maybe Orsan and uh, yeah. Damso. Okay. And uh, I'm pretty big fan of uh, ASAP Rocky, and uh, I can't wait uh, his new releases. Yeah, ASAP. He's the G. Yeah. I'm glad they got him out. <laughs> that sucks for him. Um, this is for both of you guys. What's your favorite hop? Citra for me. Yeah. I think Class. it's classic. I don't know much about Citra taste all around. Mm -hmm. I didn't have the opportunity yet yes. to challenge my palate on everything. But Citra in a beer will definitely please me. Hell yeah, it can never go wrong. will definitely please me. And maybe Mosaic. Mosaic. The, the yeah, last the one, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's crazy beer. Ooh, oh, yeah, uh, double mosaic. Double mosaic. It's double uh, double IPA with uh, just one hop. Yeah. And, uh, shows what you can do with just one hop, and uh, yeah, I like it. Okay. Mosaic. Yeah. Mosaic's a good one. Uh, what does your families think of your job? What what is what do your family think of what you guys do? Well, uh, <laughs> it was a little bit hard to accept yeah. <laughs> for them. Yeah, yeah, because uh, when, you, when you choose to uh, make you have a, a job and uh, you change for something completely different, it's uh, a bit stressful uh, yeah, for them. Bet, yeah. And uh, my father uh, uh, stopped stop uh, drinking like uh, in uh, 1998. Right. So it's complete abstinent. Uh, from beer, from any alcohol. Yeah, from uh, every alcohol. So, right. so I think uh, it was a little bit uh, not hard, but uh, it's like don't get yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah Difficult yeah. to understand. Uh, I want to, to make alcohol. He's <laughs> like, what? What are you doing? Okay. Yeah. That's good. Did you have anything from your side? Yeah, uh, risky. Yeah, risky because of the big breweries, you know, and. Uh, the winter is not always uh, you don't sell that much beer so obviously we're paid we're paid out of every can we sell so, so when the sales are low it's tougher yeah uh, so it's the instability of the crafty yeah of the crafty side you know production yeah grains yeah uh, that's what's on unstable of being an entrepreneur I guess part of, uh, part of the deal part of the deal I think that's the toughest part. That makes sense. Uh, the last question here is, what is your favorite adjunct? What's, what do you guys like to add to beer? Hops. Hops? I don't know if that counts as an adjunct. <laughs> the answer is yeah. lactose. You've got to say lactose. Uh, shot of Jameson on the side. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's a clever answer. I'll take that. That's a good one. I, I think so. <laughs> 
Uh, anything like you like add some like yeah. coconut or some shit or like like it like, like you drink on the side but no 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 no, no, no. In, 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 the, the beer. in the beer so like the extra thing outside of the four you know hot water malt yeast what is the what's the, what do you like to put in beer I'm kind of kind of old fashioned yeah <laughs> you don't want that you want to keep it no I no I'm raw. really used to uh, I'm really used to uh, Belgian beers you know and uh, Christmas beers and right. with a lot of spices, spices. and a uh, lot of a uh, lot of uh, uh, like uh, orange peel and uh, all that things, and uh, I grew up with this, and uh, I'm so bored of it. And uh, when you when you start to uh, to experiment to experiment with hops and uh, all the possibilities that only one ingredient can uh, can offer, yeah, it doesn't. Uh, I'm gonna enough. change one day <laughs> uh, for sure. But right now, it's hops. right now it's hops. I respect. I'll take yeah. it. All right, so that's a lightning round. We're going to do the double IPA, which is the beer that's being released today. Yeah. So this is Parasol, single hop, mosaic IPA, double IPA, eight percent. Um, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Also, I very like. I very much appreciate that you got the bilingual. I think that is a smart move um, for Quebec breweries, particularly. Um, in an industry or in a time where people travel a lot for beer and say there's people from even just Ontario, the States, whatever, that, that might, I can read enough of the French, so I'm a, I can get the point. But someone from Toronto didn't take French past grade nine, they're gonna be like, what the hell is this? And I feel like it just opens up the branding. I think that's really important. I like it. Why is it called Parasol? Well, the idea was to get the nostalgia of a parasol all across the world. Right. So either you're here in Italy or in Mexico or a beach in Greece, you will always find a... Film the rest of it for, with that one as well. Do that because we're about to wrap it up. Do the end of it with that oh, one as well. Do the double. Sorry, continue. That's Sorry, right. Dude. So it's... Thanks, man. It, it, the idea is to the, the traveling nostalgia. Yeah. But a mix of new beer. Right. You know, it's... Okay. Why do you travel? You always drink the same beer. Honestly, you've been to Greece. Everyone drinks the local big beer that tastes yeah. watery and you're super yep. happy with it. But what about that feeling with that beer you like? Right. Okay. And that's what this is. Yeah. Nice and opaque. And honestly, the boys wanted to be a double IPA. I didn't want. <laughs> yeah. So you had to bully him into it? Yeah. Oh my God. It's miraculous. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I like that. Come in for the photo, Thanks, right? Come in for this one. There you go. <laughs> yeah, all of us in this one. There we go. You nice see, one. that's the two last one I think are the most perfected beer we did. Yeah, I really like those ones. Are good. They're great. I think the Blanche better, but those three are good. Yeah. But those two, yeah, another the level. Yeah. Pense. So we can this one's sick. Work on it. Yeah, you can work on it. No, I think these are these are definitely like the this speak the I mean these ones kind of probably would speak to the craft palette. I still would probably argue that this one too, because yeah. of the, the depth of the haze on that side and it's got that still that fruity brightness with a little bit of dank. I quite like that one. Um, but yeah, I can see it's definitely just speaking essentially almost different um, groups of people. I think so. Uh, and 
honestly, the, 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 the design of the parasol is totally what you drink. Yeah. For See, me, I, I drink this, I feel like I'm on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Feels like. But you don't drink a double IPA when you're on vacation. Generally not. Generally not. My feeling is that I wish to be on vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> right now. Yeah, maybe. I think so. Uh, so the idea was to create an abstract parasol, as you can see. So you can relate. Yeah, you can feel that. Uh, makes you feel like on the beach, you got the yellow sort of to represent the sand, blue in the parasol, like in the design, to so feel like the sea. Speaking to me, Nick. <laughs> Need to go to Jamaica or something. And not too much of those, huh? It's no? 8% yeah, you alcohol. Take it easy. Yeah. You gotta take it easy. Definitely doesn't drink like 8%, very smooth. No, it's very smooth and um, wow. really refreshing for a 8% beer. Yeah. Yeah. Super refreshing. Yeah. So, this is the, the launch of this is tonight. So, because this will come out in a bit under two weeks, this beer will be fresh. Yeah, it's fresh available in stores. everywhere. In the next three weeks, it's the first and second batch. Uh, coming out, I think we'll go through this a lot until December, until the next launch. Yep. Uh, I think if we all agree on the type of beer we're going to launch in, let's say three months from here, will be end of November. Okay. Uh, December for Christmas, for sure. For December, January, February, March, we'll have a new beer. Uh, we did a stout in March with a cold brew stout. Ooh. Yeah, you partner with a uh, roast. Yeah, with yeah. Uh, the Noble Cafe on Laurier Street. Oh, Noble, yeah, he's an Aussie guy. The owner's an Australian guy. I've spoken to him on Instagram, but oh, yeah? I had never met him. So That's cool, I didn't know they didn't come. Um, oh, I mean, he's not the roast. I'm thinking of Neve, I'm sorry. No, no Noble. Noble, Noble. Yeah. So dope. I think the roaster is Paolo Melo. Oh, they're from Toronto. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd be going to coffee, that's good. I so we did the cool, you did it. In house cold brew, and we mixed it with a stout. Honestly, honest. yeah. And I had one this summer with ice. Good. Best drink I had this summer. <laughs> what, um, um, what was the ABV? It was uh, five. Don't remember. Five. Five ABV? Yeah. Oh, it was like a crushable, like a, like yeah, a yeah. session. Yeah, it was super crushable. Yeah, ice. And there is some request to redo it. So I don't know if we're able back, to do guys. it on 4,000 liters. We did it on 1,000. Uh, I think it's going to be really expensive because cold brew coffee booth. is yeah. it's really expensive. And yeah. it, it was funny to uh, to do it in the smaller system that we had at that time because right. we uh, we blended uh, until we reached the, the taste that we wanted. Right. So it was easier you know, to to spill just 20 liters uh, right. <laughs> of uh, extra uh, extra cold brew coffee. 200, eh? 200 liters of coffee we put? Uh, 20? Oui, yeah. 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 And, uh, it's gonna be we, tough, not, but there's some. We're not sure about the, okay. the amount. I would like yep. to contribute to that request. Uh, yeah, I want to try that because I love coffee stouts. Or I amazing. still have one uh, at home. Yeah, I can. Uh, <laughs> I can, I can bring it to you. You can do it up. <laughs> no um, I would love to try that. Um, no, guys, this has been awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Really appreciate you guys you so uh, hanging out. Um, congrats pleasure. on the new release. It's been fantastic. Um, where can everybody find Van Ambrassa online? Instagram. Instagram? 
Instagram at Vilain Brasseur. Yeah. And Facebook. Facebook. Uh, Vilain Brasseur. Beautiful. All information we answered in, in, in a few hours. Yeah. Uh, fastest. And uh, the point of sales is, are linked uh, to Transbrew website. Perfect. So everything is there. Nice. And please it. send us emails. We yep. love to read them. We love to be challenged. We love so any feedback. Love it. Any thoughts? Yeah. Keep them coming. The more Anything possible. constructive. Yes. Yeah. Don't be a dick. <laughs> be cool. Be cool. Um, no, that's great, man. I'm really impressed. Cheers. Very great to see it. Um, so, guys, if you enjoyed the episode, mate, smash the thumbs up. Hit subscribe below. Hit the notification bell so you know when the new new drops. Follow us on social media at BOS Podcast. And check out the long form audio so you can hear a very attractive gentleman like Uncle Stefan and Uncle Matthew right here talking about craft beer in Montreal. That is it, guys. See you in the next episode. Get in ya. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.